0: Hi, I'm Peyton,
1: and I'm Sydney,
0: let's get booked up.
1: All right, so first off, we're going to talk about our
0: July reads. Peyton, do you want to start? I'd love to start. I'm actually very excited to talk about my July reads. I'm very, You've very been, excited. been like, itching all day. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. So I read, first of all, this was my like, I think tied for my best month so far this year, 10 books, but I did read a few. Yeah, I did read a few very short ones like on Kindle Unlimited, Mm. So, um, but I read 10 books and I actually this month I had to up my book and my pages goal. So I was at, you know, my goal for the year is 60 books and I upped it to 70 because I'm already like... Wait, like i was like i'm like 15 books away from my goal so i was like oh my gosh
1: you're doing yeah, amazing. I, am. I am behind
0: so well i'm really behind i'm about to be behind again on my page goal because i really don't read books that are like super long yeah. um but i do need to work on my hours goal but again like if i'm not driving to and from work every day i'm not listening to as many audiobooks so that will definitely even itself out when school starts Anyway, here are the 10 books I read in July. Um, I read, oh my God. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about it. Okay, Angels and Demons by Dan Brown. This is the first one in the Mm -hmm. Robert Langdon series. Collectively, everyone, we will drool now. Um, But (laughs) but I, I don't know why I said but, anyway. um, This is weird because- it's the first one in the Da Vinci Code series, but the Da Vinci Code was the first movie they made. So in the movie, they're acting like this is a sequel, which was trippy when I watched the movie. Also, it was awful. Right. It was. It so, is such a bad movie. It's so bad. And my cousin, like watch he was it. Like, oh, oh yeah, like it's an entertaining movie if you've never seen the book before. But if you've never oh seen the book. If yeah, have you seen it?
1: <laughs> I love watching books. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: watching books. Um, but uh, no, my cousin was like, oh, that trilogy is my favorite movie trilogy. I was like, oh, wait, oh, there's I'm, another I'm, movie? So Inferno's a movie.
1: Fun <gasps> fact. I didn't yeah. know
0: that there was another movie. I thought it was just the two.
1: Yeah. And the fact I that it's either. not a trilogy. There's like six books.
0: There's multiple. I think those are the only three movies, though. So I was yeah. like, why was is that your, two? Why? Yeah, did give that one a four point seven five just because, um, just because I don't know, it didn't really grab me at the very beginning like the Da Vinci Code did, but yeah. once I got into it, I was I was like, whoa! And then there wasn't there was a, there well, was like a theme a of a the murder
1: less of like a time crunch
0: like there is a time crunch but it just feels less like it didn't really hit until the second half of the book for me i think yeah uh but and then there was also like kind of a theme of like the bad guy was kind of like a sexual predator not not kind of like he was very sexual predatory and i did not know why that i didn't honestly i didn't think that had to be included well it's the catholic church it had nothing to do with the whole. It was weird. Um, but. Which one is I next? Did, technically. I don't know. I think it is Inferno. But actually, I'm right here. I could click and. look
1: I think it's Inferno. I think you're right. Because there's origin, Inferno. Oh,
0: you know, this does say the lost and... symbol and then oh, Inferno.
1: Yeah. And the lost symbol is weird. It's totally different. I think it's in America. <laughs>
0: It is the cover of the it's, book is the U.S. Capitol.
1: It's like
0: National Treasure oh. vibes. Oh oh oh! I will yeah. be starting that ASAP. Okay, so then <laughs> that's good. kind of funny to me that they skipped the Lost Symbol when making movies and went straight to Inferno.
1: Well, because there's already National Treasure. They didn't oh, okay. The is it really <laughs> that
0: same? Is it really that? No, symbol? I think mean, wow. it's not the same. But you know, that's funny. American history, sure, sure.
1: mysteries. I mean, been
0: there, done that. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, next book I read was Among the Brave, which is the Shadow Children series. Yes, still reading it. I need to start rereading
1: childhood books so I can up my my
0: books. Read Percy Jackson before the next book comes out.
1: I loaned,
0: before the series comes out,
1: I loaned the first book in the series to Riley (gasps) and she still has it. Probably at her mother's house, Probably. not even at her home. so Disrespect.
0: I mean, I one. can, I can just
1: buy a new one, but
0: well, it's yeah. not the same. Yeah. No, no, you have to read your childhood version where the spine I... is completely gone. Well, and they don't even have the same covers anymore. Don't I need know. a new oh, cover. I know. Sick. I love the old ones. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. They're perfect. So, uh, among the brave, number five uh three stars. I liked that one a lot. It was pretty entertaining. Ooh, and then I read Kingdom of the Wicked. I read that in one day while I was oh. on vacation with my fiance at his parents' house and it was really entertaining. It was really good. I need to read the second okay. one. Not, you know, I gave it a 3, three stars, but it was mm-hmm. lots of tension. It As was a sexual nature. Yes. Oh. Yes. Always, always. Okay, and then Wayward. Our read aloud or read aloud. What? Oh gosh. Read along. Jeez. Oh boy. Our buddy read, whatever. Um that got I gave that a 4.75. Because we talked about that. Like it just didn't hit like a five-star book, but it was still. Which is
1: so weird because it was so good. We loved it. God
0: so good. good. Okay. I did give a book five stars this month, and it was (laughs) Emma by Jane Austen. I'm kind of scared because it was so good. I felt like I was addicted to it. And I might have enjoyed reading that more than Pride and Prejudice. Did you listen to it or read it? I did half and half. Is it a good audio? Oh my gosh. Oh yes, it's so good. It's not uh, Rosamund Pike who narrates Sense and Sensibility and Pride Mm -hmm. and Prejudice. And she played Jane in Pride and Prejudice. It's not her. It's a different girl. But... I just feel like this story and this character. I like, I've always loved Emma. Like that's mm-hmm. all. I've always loved Emma, but I've never read it. it, it five stars. It was amazing.
1: That was oh gonna my be my like reading now, but I had to kind of cleanse my soul after my last book, so I'm reading Fourth Wing for the serotonin boost, and then Emma. But Speaking I'll be almost fourth, fourth wing, wing by like in like two days. I'm almost done. Oh
0: my god. I read that in 2 days. Um I listened to it though cuz you can't find it anywhere. Nowhere. Yeah, no I Barnes and Noble, no Amazon. My
1: nothing. um my local little bookstore that I like checked in for it last last time we recorded and they didn't have it. They posted. They were like new books and they posted like a bunch of pictures and I saw a stack. And so after work literally I was dead exhausted and I was like I have to go to the bookstore and buy mm-hmm. it. Even if I don't read it right now, I have to buy it. Because who knows when I'll be able to find it again. So here I am. I'm
0: so jealous.
1: It's not with the sprayed edges, which is kind of a I bummer. Know,
0: I know. But I,
1: I heard the author say that basically, like, she wanted to do the sprayed edges. But if they decided to do it, it was going to be, like, months until the next, like, round of books came out. So she was like, oh, I figured y'all would just rather have the book than have the book with sprayed edges. <laughs> Which I wish I
0: now I really regret not giving into the hype earlier because then I could have gotten a book <sighs> Me with the too. edges. Ugh. So, read that. It was I gave it a 4.75. I was like so skeptical. I was like how did how did it get such a high rating on Goodreads and Storycraft? Like, like how? How? Oh, now I get it. I I'm get it.
1: Over halfway through and I do like it. It is good vibes. Like I can it's already so tell it's going to be a 4 point something. But it's giving – um I had to look up the series before, before we recorded. It is The Last Dragon Chronicles mixed with Divergent, like Dauntless era. So The Last yes. Dragon Chronicles is, like, this guy, he's an author, and he's, like, living in this house – I read this as a kid. He's living in this, like, house <laughs> – what are they called? A, a boarding house. And the lady who owns it, like she's a potter and she makes like little clay dragons and he discovers that like he can tap into like the world where the clay dragons are like real and it's like all real life and crazy and spooky. Oh, cool. But then like, then you bond with your dragon and you can name it and da, 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 all these things. Oh, so wow. That sounds very that. similar.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I that's see that. like
1: real world mixed in with this, mixed with Dauntless. Like the Dauntless tribulations yeah. and the beginning of Divergent. Yeah. It's like
0: I was like, why does this this sound familiar? Why does this feel right to me? And then I was like, he's literally (laughs) kicking kicking her ass on the training mat so that she can, like, kick everyone else's. Oh, my God. And then it's like that
1: and the Tamlin-Reese dynamic of, like, I'm going to protect you versus, like, I'm going to let you grow and let you be a badass.
0: I did – I mean, I just loved it. It was just so entertaining. It was so fun. I haven't had that much fun reading a book like a fantasy book in forever. So. So here's the
1: problem. We're reading that. Like you just finished it. I'm reading it right now. The next book comes out in November. We need to like pre-order it.
0: I know. I know. That's so soon. I know. Burns & Noble has their pre-order up. But I was going to do it at my little um, bookstore. And mm-hmm. theirs isn't up yet. So I know. I need to. I keep waiting for that. Yeah. Whew. Anyways. Okay, and then Timeline by Michael Crichton. It was just a straight-up four. I mean, it was really good. It was it was really good. I, you said it better than Jurassic Park. I know. I did say that, and I feel like the ending of Jurassic Park was a little more satisfying than the ending of Timeline. But, the ending of
1: Jurassic Park Lost World or
0: just Jurassic Park? Just Jurassic Park. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. In some ways, yes, but in objective, I'm going to rate this book – No, which that might not make sense, but that's okay. I get you. Um, And then Among the Enemy, Shadow Children number six. This one I know for sure. I'm at the point where I've never read it before. I have no idea what's going on. It's awesome. Uh, But that means I only have one left. So
1: gave that a three.
0: And then I read, finished the book Eaters. I won't say what I got, what I gave it, as we'll talk about it in a minute. But I also just finished, oh my gosh, you're going to think I'm a psycho again. So remember how I read Neon Gods and I was like, it's not as good as the first time I read yeah. it and I DNF'd it? Did you just do read you remember? it again? No, God.
1: Okay, I was like, wait, are you going <laughs> to change your opinion again?
0: <laughs> well, I kind of am, but about a different book. So do you remember oh. the other book I told you about? A Touch was of it Darkness? Another... Oh, yeah. And how it's really, really, really bad? Yeah. Do you like it? I just reread it and I was like, oh my God, it's so good. (laughs) That was
1: literally like, I hate the hype. There's so many typos. Blah, blah, blah. It was.
0: It was. Because when I read it, it was self-published completely. Completely. So she got a publisher and I think I did say this. I will go on the record saying I did acknowledge the fact that if she got a publisher, it's probably a little better. And I think it is. I wish I kept my original book because when I read it the first time, I read it in one night. And then returned it to Barnes and Noble the next day. <gasps> I I know. You I know. are a bad person. <laughs> I know. And <laughs> I should have kept it just to compare. I should yeah. have kept it. But it's on Kindle Unlimited. I did give, I just gave it a three. I still don't think it's like fantastic, but Not a it was great book, much but good for the mood. Yes, yeah. And a three is still like, you know, I liked yeah. it. Whatever. And yeah, that's actually that's it. That took forever because I'm I have so many thoughts. I just especially Angels and Demons and Emma. I mean, like new part of my all time favorite books. Oh, my God. Oh, good. Oh, so good. So, yeah. What about yeah. you?
1: I had a really slow month. Like I started off really hot and then Book Eaters came up and then I just kind of like it kind of slowed me down because I have a hard time whenever I know that like. We have a book, like, on the to-do list. Yeah. But either I'm not motivated to start it for no reason besides the fact that I'm not motivated because I'm a dummy and I'd rather just, like, get all the serotonin from fantasy. Or if, like, I get halfway through, and I'm like, I don't know, then I just, like, simply don't read and it's the worst. So I did Wayward – finished that one super fast, and we all know that I loved that. And then I did my reread of A Court, in Mist, and Fury, and I read that in, like, two days, which is absolutely ridiculous. But it was so worth it. Like, I love rereading the Court* series. It makes me so happy. Yes. It's just, like, a happy brain rush. And I have Book Eater, which we'll talk about later. That one took me a little bit longer to read. Partially work, partially just, like, all the things – I will for sure finish The Fourth Wing before the end of July, so that makes me happy to have more than three sad books on my list. And I can already tell it's going to be a four-point something unless something crazy happens. Yeah.
0: I mean, I it's entertaining dynamics. Well. Yes, yes.
1: The the dragon mating and bonding and picking and, oh, it's, it's fun vibes. I don't <laughs> – how do I say it? I wouldn't call it the best new adult fantasy,
0: but no. it's definitely yeah. a
1: really good young adult fantasy. I definitely but a little bit a, a little bit immature, but like in a fun
0: way. You know yeah. what I mean? That's why I feel like it's kind of nostalgic because it doesn't just remind me of Divergent because of like the dauntless vibes, but also just because of like their dynamic. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would say definitely it'll be a 4 something. I don't know if it's all the hype, like, where people, like, I'm obsessed. It's definitely something that, as of right now, I don't know, maybe it'll get super steamy in the next 170 pages. But, like, right now, like, I would totally recommend it to, like, my baby cousins. Well, by baby, I mean, like, 15-year-old cousins that I just find very, like, in my brain. They're little babies. Um, Okay. Okay. Yeah. like it It, you're the way you're okay means that they definitely have big sex
0: like i said the tension i'm drooling
1: the tension is good well and i mean to be fair i recommended to them and they liked the graceling series which has sex and like the plan b basically in it and they were like what we were worried about the fighting so who knows yeah. That's it for the
0: month. Okay, now that we've talked about all of our books that we've read in July, we're going to go ahead and talk about the books that we're currently reading now. So, Sydney, what are you reading?
1: Well, I'm reading Fourth Wing and I honestly anticipate finishing it tonight or tomorrow. And I have Emma like open like the second page literally sitting right beside me I don't know if that counts as currently reading but kind of
0: I think so yeah it's open yeah it's open I've Mm -hmm. read the first few sentences then yeah first few paragraphs (laughs) then you are technically (laughs) currently
1: reading it absolutely great Great. I will <laughs> definitely brag to you after I read Emma and then go see Emma the musical and by by myself, by the way, that will probably be how it goes. And I will brag. I know. Mm-hmm.
0: I know, Because you're supposed to go with me, but you're fake. I know. I want to do it so bad. It'd be Stupid so cool. school jobs. Does school stink?
1: That is my entire currently reading, though. So it's your turn. <laughs> I'm dying laughing because Peyton just put an entire pizza roll in her mouth, as if she didn't know <laughs> that was all I
0: had. <laughs> it was a good pizza roll. I Shoot. Didn't know. <laughs> um, this is gonna be a fast segment because I'm only reading yeah. two books right now. <laughs> no, we're I both have that only to doing life. two, three. 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 Okay. The first one. I am still reading and enjoying the heck out of the natural history of Texas. I thought you were gonna say Gideon the Ninth. And now I hate you even more. Actually, can we not talk about Gideon the Ninth? I'd like to move on. Did you do it? I didn't stop. <laughs>
1: still you're the- reading at Texas. History textbook
0: over Gideon. <laughs> that means I probably just don't want to read Gideon the Ninth, doesn't? I think it? That's what that means. What's wrong with me? Okay. Try anyway. again later. Anyway, we—I have been trying later for since January. <laughs> no, like take it off <laughs> the TBR. Okay, okay, yeah. On yeah. a dusty bookshelf. Try again yeah. next year. I guess because. Anyway, so okay, reading that, and then I'm also reading. Have you learned anything else about rocks or dinosaurs? Um, I'm still not really, but I think I will get. I think it will talk about that kind of. Um, but it's kind of more just like. Right now, what have what has it been talking about? Um, so, I've been talking about Texas being underwater. No, but I also haven't got like I'm not in the Permian section yet, so. Oh. But I will get there. Oh, but I, I I will get there. It's it's really have, interesting.
1: I have to tell my work friends about this. They can't listen to my podcast because we cuss too much and talk about sex. But I will have to tell them about your about your Texas Natural History book. Absolutely. Because I was talking to a patient today, and I was doing like a co-treatment with a physical therapist. I was like, oh, sorry, let me get all this hullabaloo taken care of. And everybody in the room looked at me like I was on drugs. They were like, what is a hullabaloo? Why would you say that? What does that mean? I was That like, is you know, crazy
0: that people like wouldn't just say that or like understand that.
1: Yeah, I was like, first of all, use your context clues. Second right, of all, exactly. like it's not a weird word. And then they started asking about, they're like, are, are there any other Texan words? I was like, I don't even think it's Texan, but okay. And they started looking up silly words, and they came up with some off of like Webster Dictionary online that are words that I use regularly, like bumfuzzled. They're like, "LOL, what is bumfuzzled?" I was like, confused. Again, context clues. Also, doesn't that just sound like confused? It, yeah, never it heard does. Of like rigmarole. Like, oh, what a
0: rigmarole! Like, wow. So, like, what they just, do they even? What words do they even say? I don't know. Just Weird. That's, that's
1: a mess. And then I got them really tripped up. I was like, have you heard of Connect? And they were like, what? Which I have not heard Kinect a lot. But it means snake or it means beat the hell out of University of Texas, depending on if you're asking an Aggie or apparently a real Texan, which I am Correct. not. Correct. But they were like, y'all have all these funny words. I was like, yes. So now if I tell them that my friends read Texas naturally Natural History textbooks in their free time... They're really just going to lose their minds about our Texas
0: culture. Well, to be fair, I'd also read geological history of other areas as well. Utah? I that actually would I'm that would be it would probably be really good. That actually. would be really really interesting. <laughs> um, okay, so I am still reading that because it's really I mean it's so cool. Like I'm reading yeah. it very slowly, but it's so cool. And then this is like the big kid version of
1: those like Egypt history encyclopedia things for kids that people used to obsess over right
0: right exactly this I'm is your adult adult literal college textbook um it's fine. okay and so then i'm also reading <sighs> do you remember that book that i sent you excerpts from where she was talking about how she was she could suck on grapes so she could get drunk yeah and it's so bad Guild, gilded guild. i'm 47 percent in now <laughs> is it better still cheesy just sexy horrible it's horrible (laughs) and it's honestly not even that sexy but now i'm 47 percent in so you're committed what am i gonna do it's a long series it has like three or four books i saw that and i keep seeing on people like people on tiktok recommending it and i'm just like the whole time i'm like why i would never tell another human being to read that book
1: i've heard (laughs) that the rest don't have the same vibe
0: I don't totally understand the premises, but apparently something drastic happens. Okay. I have a guess on actually what that drastic thing could be. I do have a uh, guess. So, interesting. We'll see. You'll have to read the next and one. I'm also reading, Um, a t- what is it? It's the second book. It's right after Touch of Darkness. Touch of Ruin. Oh. I just started it today because I just finished Touch of Darkness. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. we'll see. This one is these are so funny because they also have high ratings for like what i would expect this has like a 3.6 three star rating on StoryGraph. okay i'm like how
1: well you just said that you'd give touch of darkness a three
0: i did you know i did but i just can't and, believe that it's like, like a general like consensus yeah i guess yeah so it's actually it's it's entertaining you know i should i I need to figure out a system to where I can balance, like, my star rating of, like, actually, objectively, was this written well? Because I can't get over that. And Was then... this a good literature book? And then right. what is I entertained? Right. I need to, like, rate them twice and then average that out and get my real rating. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. I need to have yeah. a system. I don't know if that would mathematically – I'm literally an idiot. I have no idea. But whatever. So those are my three – books that I'm reading. It's kind of Great. pathetic because two of them are like stupid Kindle and limited books and then a college textbook.
1: The 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 diversity. Am the I The range.
0: Heard? Yeah. Oh, she has range. <laughs> my friend just yep. said that to me because I just said that like my only currently readings right now. And that's what my friend said. That's really funny. That's what Sam said. I love said. it. We love Sam. That is so funny. Okay. That's it. Great good for us mm-hmm. reading some i was gonna say reading some great books we are we are I, reading some books. i am reading some books minor that great. is that is sure tr- you just, are having a good um, time okay here we go okay so next we're going to talk about um the book that we read for this episode which is the book eaters by suny dean or sunyes i don't know i'm sorry i don't know um but this one it was so like the premise was so interesting i was mm-hmm. so excited about this because it sounded so weird and cool because it's called the book eaters so our main character is a book eater and she doesn't eat her whole species it's a whole species. They don't eat food. They eat books. And different genres have different tastes. And it's kind of cool. And they gain on all their knowledge from there. And then there's
1: some really interesting pieces where, like, book eaters can't write. They can
0: only eat. They have, like, no creative, like, functions in their brain. And so, yeah, she, our main character, like, never learned to write. She, They're not supposed to read, also. is like a... They yeah, really... they
1: only eat it, and that's how they, like, absorb informa- information, but they don't – it's interesting. And they're, like, fed, like, a strict diet versus, like, men versus women. So, it like, was women pretty... get
0: fairy tales and then yeah. adventures. It was pretty, like, a – it's a pretty misogynistic, almost misogynistic culture because they are – they have a fertility issue where – it's rare to get a girl, and if it's rare to get a girl, you don't have, you know, as many mothers giving birth to more book eaters, so their species could possibly go extinct. So all the men are so worried about their species going extinct, which, by the way, this is the part that it was mentioned and then never mentioned again, really, and I was like, wait, what? I'm, I'm sorry, what? The whole species was created by this alien the named collector. The Collector. Who made them and put them on Earth to eat books. And I'm expecting... For what reason that they're supposed to gather all this knowledge? I'm expecting something. I'm expecting, like, you learn more about the creator. You learn about their, I don't know, past... Nope, nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. I was like, why even... I'm sorry. Why even throw that in if we're just going to mention the most out-of-pocket fact and then move on? I was like, what in the world? So they're kind of... They kind of control their women because they need them. It was almost Handmaid's Tale-ish.
1: That's what I was going to say. Because it was like, oh, we value you. You're a princess. You're dainty and fragile. And we love you. But you're really, like, locked in a cage and, like, a breeding cow.
0: Yeah, and your husband can do whatever Whatever he wants wants. to you. And so Devin is our main character. And she was kind of, like, a rebel. She didn't really want to – when she got married and she was – in her first marriage and going through that she was like i don't like this i don't want to do this i don't want to be part of this and then she is kind of different and she gives birth to a little girl and unlike normal book eater situations she isn't ready to give up her child And because in can't. their culture
1: it's like every woman typically is able to have two babies before they're like all done and because of their low fertility it's like you have your first marriage which you don't choose your arranged marriage you have your first baby after that first baby turns three they're like okay time for you to get married again and have another baby and you have your two and then you're done you can live wherever do whatever but you have to have two babies and you have to leave them you can't like
0: love them and be a mom and she couldn't She couldn't do that. So that's kind of what starts our main problem. Um, And this was also told in like present time and then flashbacks. So it was pretty interesting to like get the information of her childhood as you go through. Like you learn about her and her brother. She has a brother who, as an adult, he's part of this organization in the Book Eaters Society called the Knights. So Book Eaters Society is set up into different families. And each family has like a mansion in some part of the UK. And each family has to have so many kids and have girls, especially, so that we can have more book eaters. Um, And so the knights were created to kind of keep peace among the families. And it also – do you remember the part where it also said the knights were meant to, like, create the arranged marriages so that they would lessen the chance of inbreeding?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, they are like, little genealogical scientists over there, but they also controlled the, quote-unquote, dragons – which are the mind eaters. So every now and then a book eater will have a baby that's a mind eater. They don't have the book teeth behind your regular teeth to eat your books. They have this like tubular tongue. They just stick it in your ear and they, and they just steal the parts of your brain. And they kind of like, I mean, they take on part of your mind and your soul. Like they can take on your characteristics. They can have your memories your skills,
0: if you speak a different language than them, they will start speaking that language. It's it sounds so, really traumatizing. Yeah, it sounds so weird. So the mind eater thing is kind of part of the main problem because Devin has her first baby girl and everyone's like, oh, a girl. Oh, thank God. Oh, Yay. girl!" Well, it's so weird because they revere women and having a girl, but then they absolutely trap them. And it's like, it's just so weird um so she has a girl and everyone's like oh thank god oh this is so good um and then she's like i cannot give up this baby and she loses her mind about it i mean she goes into like normal mother mode i think if yeah if a human mother was like a normal gonna, person yeah yeah um with empathy and like a connection with their baby anyway um and so she's like no i will not leave and so The people that she's with are like, okay, we'll make a compromise. You can stay for longer or whatever it is. And then uh, you can see her more often and stuff. And so she's like, okay, fine. But then her daughter's third birthday comes and she gets drugged and taken away and finds out that her husband lied just to keep her peaceful and not like a crazy woman. So that was really hard for her. And then because she's a book eater and she can still have one more baby before – it says they have early onset – Like menopause. Yeah. So so that's kind of why it's hard for them to have girls. And so she gets put in her second marriage and she's totally like, I will not do this. This sucks. This is awful. But she meets Jero, who is a man, a male book eater. And at this point, he's kind of young, right? Isn't he? Yeah. Well, I mean, she's in her early
1: 20s. She's like yeah. 22, 23. He's younger. His sister just left because she went through all the same things. And she, like, had a mental breakdown and got, like, sent away. And so he's really missing her. And in this mansion, like, there's still Victorian vibes. But they have technology. And so they have this like video game room. And Devin's like, what the fuck is a video game? What are you talking about? She's so but funny. But they bond over that. It's so cute. They play video games all the time. And she basically just like plays video games and then sees her husband at night and waits to get pregnant. And then after she gets pregnant, she's like, well, I don't have to hang out with him at night anymore. So that's dope. So we can play video
0: games all night. Woo! <laughs> and she even has her... She goes into labor when she's playing video games with Jero. Yeah. They're, like, in the room. But she doesn't and, get up. And, yeah. And, and gonna, he's I'm like, scared. we have to go get the doctor. We have to go. And she's like, no, no, I have to finish the game. I think they were playing, like, Lara Croft or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that was what she – she loved playing that one. Um, And so she has a boy, which everyone's like, womp, womp, womp. Darn, boys. And one of the parts that really stuck out to me when she's talking about – um, her son is she's thinking about her daughter, her first daughter, and her son, and she's thinking, what is a worse fate to be I wish I knew when it was, I don't know. But she's like, What's a worse fate to be a woman and be controlled by all these men? Or to like now I have a son, he's a man, and for his only choices in life are to like oppress women or join an organization that's going to oppress women. Like which one am I more upset about? And I was like, No. Yeah. yeah. So her son, Kai, this is the part that's in the blurb, so it's not like a spoiler, even though we spoil it anyway. So, sorry. Should have read it with us. Just like You have time. Um, or
1: don't read it with us. That's okay.
0: Or, it's but all fine. If you don't want to read fine. this one. Uh, oh, yeah. y- y- you good. Do whatever you want. Um, so she has Kai, and when he comes out, fresh out the oven, he sticks his tongue out, and he has that... that's probably probably the sound he made (laughs) (laughs) but he has the black mind eater tongue and everyone is like disgusted and her husband is talking about him like calling him it and just is when can so we get rid of it? yeah is so angry and he's already planning on how to send him to the knights to become a dragon. So, ooh, this is also something I didn't really understand is the knights can control the dragons and the dragons are just mind eaters who have been given this drug controlled by one family that no one else has contact with. Um but like other than just them having the drug that they give the mind eaters so the mind eaters don't have to eat minds. How do they control them? They have all these, like, code words and, like, command words and things. And the dragons immediately obey. And I'm, like... I think it's because we'll see
1: later, like, way later when we kind of see into Oxford, which is where the knights go and, like, train and learn. They keep the dragons in these, like, deprivation chambers. So they keep them in, like, these blank prison cells and all these things. And, like, don't feed them and keep them, like, sensory deprived. And basically... I think it's, like, mind wash because oh, they yeah, still okay. crave Maybe. minds, but they don't have to eat them. So they're fed, like, the bare minimum books. They're also sensory deprived. Like, they're just prisoners.
0: Yeah. It's really sad. So I think because, And I think it's, it's Latin like, words,
1: I would guess. I yeah. Know.
0: It's something – yeah. I don't know. But she finds out her son is a mind eater. So her husband sad is, day. like, pissed and everything. And – Jero, who she's become really close with, and they've become friends. Um, Now that she's had her baby, and he's a mind eater, and everyone wants to get rid of him. Jero is like, I can help you escape. I want to get out of this too. And I don't want to be in this anymore either. So I can help you escape. And she's like, no. And he's like, why? And she's like, I have another kid, and I would not, I'm not. And this was also Super Handmaid's Tale she show, was like, Not the book. If I behave, then they'll let me see my kid in 10 years. And he was like, No, they're, they're lying. Mm, they're liars. They are lying. Yeah. And then she's like, Well, I still can't leave my daughter. Uh, did you watch The Handmaid's Tale, the, the whole show? I read the book, but the series kind of goes off on a different. Oh, yeah. Different world, After season so. one, this show goes off on its own whole thing, but this exact thing happens in The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, um, no. She is. She's so close to escape, but she won't leave without one of her kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so sad and it's so heartbreaking because I'm not a mother, but I just – it, like, is so imagine crazy Imagine leaving me. Winnie forever. Right. I know. And then imagine that, like, tenfold because it's, like, yeah. a child that came out of your body and you have this, like, insane connection with. Mm-hmm. Freaks me out, man. Yeah. So it was really hard to some of Devin's decisions I'm all, I'm honestly like, you're crazy girl, but then I have to think like I, I mean, what else are you gonna do to protect your child? So and I think else? it's hard
1: for Jared to understand because he understands yeah. the gist of the concept that it's hard to leave your babies because his sister like lost her mind about it. But he's still a man in the society where yeah. you've been taught that, like, you don't have a mother, really. Like, you yeah. don't know your mom after the age of three. You'll never, ever see her again. So I think that, I mean, it's hard for any man to understand that that connection. But especially when yeah. you didn't have an active mother figure, it would be really hard to, like, emph- empathize correctly.
0: Yeah. That happened a lot is m- her brother, Devin's brother, Ramsey, who's in the night's. And Jero. And I'm pretty sure her husband, one of her husbands, is like, she says something about her child. And their all of their reaction is just, who cares? Like, why? Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh my God. Imagine, like, being a father, because some of these guys are, and then not caring, whatever. Crazy. Yeah. So, where were we story-wise? She has Kai. And he's a mind eater. Yeah. And that's not good. Oh, so, husband's pissed, right? And he is planning to... Hold on, am I crazy? Is he planning to take Kai away early, right?
1: He wants to get rid of him as soon as possible, but yeah. he has, like, they can't eat, minds or take, like, the medicine before they're done weaning. So, right. he's basically like, as soon as he's off your boobie, like, he gotta go. Right. And devin tries to really convince him to keep him later and he kind of agrees and he kind of stays a little bit longer but things do not go as planned yeah
0: what happens he comes he brings the knights like the knights come and they're gonna take him away right
1: yeah and it's early not like crazy early like he's like two and a half or something
0: but that earlier than, than what they thought. Yeah, earlier than what's normal, or, like, what Devin was expecting, at least. Yeah. Um, and Devin and so, goes on, like,
1: full feral mother bear mode. Like, she... The the graphicness of her biting out multiple people's throats? Could you imagine? I know. Like, whole and and stabbing time. somebody or something, like, that's one thing, but,
0: like ripping out what? someone's throat with your teeth. Then again, oh. she has like sharp teeth cuz she's a book That's eater. They have still... like weird uh yeah, no, yeah. And then the whole t- every time she would do something like that that I couldn't imagine doing, I freak out and I'm like imagine like it's either let your kid get taken away from you and or die or do this. And I'm like, "Whoa." I mean, I don't think
1: it would cross my mind to like Bite someone's neck and like rip out their jugular, though. Probably not. I would probably like be throwing fists, stabbing, choking. I don't know. Something.
0: Something. Honestly, in a life or death situation, I can't imagine my first reaction being, I'm going to go through for your throat with my teeth. I mean,
1: obviously very efficient. (laughs) Oh, Oh,
0: yeah. She, She gets them. And then it's just her husband left and Kai her son, wants to protect her as well. And so he eats his own father's mind. Yep, exactly. And then um, this is where Kai gets, like, kind of messed up because he, when they eat, when book eaters and mind eaters feed on whatever they're feeding on, they absorb that information. And so he absorbed the mind of his father and basically went overload, crazy,
1: (laughs) crazy. Because the book eaters minds have so many facts and so many things. So it's so much more than just like normal humans brain that just like has their life. It's like
0: it's so much. So he starts like mumbling to himself and he's like on the ground and he's like going crazy. And Devin doesn't know what to do. And her brother is one of the knights. And so he shows up as well. And they have a baby. And she's like, what are you doing with that baby? And it was basically like an erasing thing.
1: Like, he has a blank mind. It'll be soothing.
0: Yeah. There and so go. they make Devin. I don't even... I'm not going to say it. I don't want to get kicked off Spotify. Of <laughs> but Icky. I think we can all... We all get it. Um. So his mind is, like, erased, blank again. And he's back to almost normal. None of it... I don't think any of it ever really goes away for Kai. Because yeah. he says things sometimes. And he does things sometimes. And I'm like... Or Devin. Devin's like, that's not you. That's not my son. It's yeah. whoever he ate. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Um, so then she and Kai, obviously, they have to go on the run. And she has to go town to town to town. And she knows that Kai needs this drug. She knows he needs redemption. That's what it's called. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but only one family makes it, only one family has the means to make it. No one knows where they are or who they are, or well, they know who well, they are. Well, and they they're...
1: disbanded. They
0: got like yeah. over the run oh, yeah. and they oh, disappeared,
1: yeah. and they're not selling the drug anymore. So everyone's like, Oh fuck. So the knights want the drug so they can control the dragons, and Devin wants the drug so that Kai doesn't have to eat people anymore. So it is chaos. And it Devin's is. having to like feed Kai to, like just strangers and things. And at this point she kind of knows that like he absorbs a little bit of their mind. So she tries to make, she has this hard balance of like, I don't want my son to eat bad people. Cause then he'll become bad. But I also feel really bad about him eating good people. Cause like they don't deserve that. And so he's dealing with a lot. And the amount of times that this poor little boy is like, they're like, you're five, shut up. And he's like, I am 25 adult humans in my brain like oh I couldn't imagine that would be so overwhelming I don't even want to
0: have one adult human in my brain oh right um Ew. so that was all kind of like the flashbacks and so then we kind of get into present time where Kai is and
1: he's like basically starving because he doesn't like eating people and Devin doesn't like giving him people but there's no drug so it's kind of, like, what he has to do. So he's eating, like, one person a month. And they're going from town to town, and Devin's, like, trying to figure out. She's, like, meeting up with drug dealers and mobsters and all these people and, like, just trying to find somebody who can give it to him. And it would just be so frustrating. I couldn't imagine having to deal with it. But she finally finds this one connection. I think his name was Chris. Chris and they're like texting he's like meet me at the pub at whatever time on christmas um and i'll get you the deets and she's like okay and she's obviously not doing well she's like depressed she's being an alcoholic she's losing it so she goes to meet chris at the pub and chris stands her up and she's like motherfucker this sucks and this hot girl walks up and you get the vibe that like devin's like into that vibe or she's just flirting with her Oh so yeah. She can go feed her brain to yep. Kai. It's kind of hard. It's like Do you like her? Or are you just trying to feed her brain to your son? So ultimately, getting Kai some snick snacks, wins out, and she takes this girl from the bar home and she's like, Ha ha, let's go, let's go back to my place. And they go, and she brings her in, and Kai's like standing there, he's like, Mommy, you brought home a friend? And the girl from the bar is like, um, I don't know about this. I am not very comfortable. Yeah, because it's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's spooky. She's like, I didn't consent to coming. Like, I wanted to come back and have sex with you. I did not want to come back and babysit your five-year-old. Like, also, who was watching your five-year-old? Like, what is happening here? Um, and Devin's like, oh, no, no, no. Just make yourself comfortable. And then she, like, locks the door and, like, leaves because she doesn't like to be there when Kai feeds. Because it's probably super disturbing and traumatizing for everybody. But then she hears them laughing. Like, she hears him try to, like, suck out her brains. And she hears them laughing and, like, talking. She's like, what? What? Because she goes back out there. And the lady, her name's Hester, she's like, haha. I am who you were looking for. Joke's she's on you. Like,
0: you thought you tricked me Well, I tricked you, sucker. She's like, I'm your drug dealer. I'm the drug dealer you
1: were looking for. Your son's nodding in my brain tonight. Good try.
0: And Devin's She's like, right. what the heck? I, I honestly thought that was so got stupid. Got. I was like, we could have just had a normal conversation at the bar and then avoided all of this. But okay, girls, go off. Go off. Right? They're nuts. Like, we could have just said, hey,
1: this is the situation, <laughs> but whatever. Um. So Hester gives her the lowdown. She's like, so Chris is fake um i'm a woman so they sent me because like woman to woman good vibes i'm a raven's claw which is this family that has the drug and she's like you're a raven's claw she's like yeah you want to come with me to meet my meet my brother who's the head honcho And she's like why can't you just sell me the drugs and hester's like well he wants to meet you first and so devin's kind of pissed she's like i don't want to meet your brother i don't want to hang out with the families i literally ran away I just want to buy all of your drugs. I have $20,000. Give me
0: all the drugs that you oh, can. Because right. she stole her second husband's her, money. Yeah. All of
1: it. Which is great. Good for her. And I, so she's like, no, we're not doing that. We'll figure out another way. And Kai's like, mom, are you stupid? Like, I know you're only one human or one adult, but I'm 25 adults. And uh, if we want the drug, we're going to have to deal with these people at some point. And if they say the only way we can get the drug is to go to their house, and I think we have to go to their house. <laughs> And Devin's really pissed off about it but finally they kind of consent and agree and then Devin like sneaks off and sends Morse code on her text which is crazy because she can't write but she can she can text Morse code and it's like super oh, secret and you're because like Wait, she
0: ate like a manual of Morse code so she knows how to do it so, that see part's how so
1: interesting texting Morse code is different than texting words because Morse I code also, is just symbols
0: and letters are just symbols I agree I I read that and I was like how does this not count?
1: How is this not like the, the same thing? Like, the tapping part makes sense. That's fine. Yes. But
0: the typing, but like typing it, That it? doesn't make any sense. No. There were a Kay. few things, many things, that didn't really. That just don't yeah. like But that's, that's okay. It's fine.
1: It's fine. But she sends her secret Morse code message, and we don't know who it's going to. We're like, who the fuck? Dun, dun, dun. So then they're leaving town, dooty dee doo they're on a train, dooty dee doo and the nights come. And Hester is Billy the badass, and she pulls a gun out of her purse oh, and, yeah. like, shoots them all in the head. She <laughs> shoots, like, four people in the head, like, barely aiming, and they get on the train. And then all of a sudden, um,
0: Devin, does she get a text or does she get grabbed by Ramsey? De- I'm pretty sure he just shows up. I- yeah
1: i think he texts her though like to come like to the certain spot oh he train. does he does and that's that's her brother because she's like she weird. saw him the fight and she's like oh hopefully he doesn't get shot and that's kind of awkward it was like he's trying to hunt me and kill me but also like he's my brother so i don't yeah. want him to get hurt that was the vibe i was getting at first yes yes i like, was like why yeah it was weird yeah and he's like come see me and she did He's being all, like, secretive and, like, threatening. and He's like, you better watch out because I can kill your son at any time. And you're just kind of sitting here like, what? Yeah. What is this dynamic? And you still don't understand it until later. So we're all as confused as y'all are. (laughs) But we just know that she has to check in with him and that he can kill her son at any time. She's super motivated by her son not dying, understandably. He's like, hey, you got to jump off this this train and pretend that we're going to get you. So, the train gets pretend hijacked. They have to jump off. They're, like, hiding in a barn. All this crazy stuff's happening. They buy a junker car, and they end up driving to the Raven's Claw Manor, eventually, after all this chaos. Ugh. And that's when they meet Killock. He's the head honcho of the Raven's guys. And this guy's fucking nuts! He, he- sounds like day, uh, the the... the david koresh from the waco branch davidians like he's like i am god and yeah me eating brains is communion and blah 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 and you find out that this family they were like the normal book eater family right family quote unquote like the mobster family and they get overthrown by all their mind eaters so the only ones that are so alive are mind eaters and they were all gonna like not eat minds anymore and just take the drug and teach everybody else how to like coexist and be normal and not make the mind eaters like die or be dragons. Good intentions. Then all of a sudden, they had great intentions, but he had to eat his dad's brain whenever he overthrew them, and he just got whack.
0: We make it whack, like cult leader. I honestly can't explain it. I got Jack Sparrow vibes, but Jack like
1: Sparrow, but religious.
0: And, like, cozy and and just weird. Terrible. Weird. It, it like,
1: gave him heebie-jeebies, like, reading his his paragraphs or whatever. At
0: first, I'm like, oh, he's just, like, you know, a mind eater who's trying to find a different way or whatever. And then he has, quote-unquote, communion. And I'm like, oh, this is not going to go well. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: This whole time when she's like, oh, you just need to come to Kilok and, like, meet him and do all the things. I was picturing, like – whenever they break out of the divergent world and they're in the like the second place yeah or like whenever they break out of the hunger games and they're in the 13th district, 13. district yeah. or whatever and it's like different and like it's got tension but like it's good yeah no this shit was just bad it was just so bad weird. oh and this whole time hester's kind of like looking awkward because she's like this was not my dream like, she literally cut her, her mind-eating tongue, like, docked it is what they call it. And so, like, she can't eat minds anymore. She has to take the pills, and that was the plan for everybody. And then no one else did it. And she's like, this is not what I signed up for, but he's my brother, and I love him, and this isn't him. He's, like, going crazy. I don't know what to do. But then she doesn't have any solutions. She's just like, I don't know what to do. So we're just here. I don't know. You can live here forever and get your
0: drugs. Maybe you'll eat a brain. I don't know. Yeah, because Kulak does like say, you know, you have the choice, but but he, he makes it he sound like you yeah, he brain. makes it sound like it's a good thing, and I'm I'm like, oh, what in the world? Oh, and mm-hmm. then there's also a human living with them. That
1: I love him.
0: Oh my god! Um, and so when Devon was a little girl, she. This human shows up at her family's doorstep and is like, "Hey, I'm a reporter, and I, you guys are like super reclusive, and everyone wants to know about you." And so she's like, "Oh, okay," because she's a little girl. So she takes. She's like, "You're a
1: reporter. That means you make stories. I love stories. Stories taste so good." And he was like, "Stories taste good."
0: (laughs) He's like, "I'm sorry. You said what?" So she takes him to her patriarch, who calls him uncle the whole time. Okay, her uncle, um, Ike. Yeah, and then it's like oh that's her dad that's her father
1: anyway um but i think but she calls him
0: uncle like they all call like the adults in his family uncle like and and uncle even though it's like mm, mm, that's your father um so she mm-hmm. takes this reporter to uncle i you're my and dad boogie she, woogie, woogie boogie, sorry woogie, woogie. <laughs> <laughs> oh and he's like oh a reporter how interesting and then he disappears He's like, "Yeah, our reporter friend is going to go to the Raven Scars because they would love to meet him." And Devin's like, "Ooh, okay." And it's like, "No." How fun. He's dead. <laughs> they killed him. But but he wasn't dead. And she meets him and she's like, "Oh my god." She's like, "Hey, I'm so sorry by the way about that time when like I totally outdid you with like Basically got you kidnapped and stuck in this. And he's like, oh, no, it's all good. I've been writing a book about all the book eaters and the mine eaters. And it's very fascinating. I love it. I'm like, I will
1: say my favorite thing about the book is before each chapter, there's like a quote. And most of the time it's a quote from like a real book. But like she references later, like it tasting good. But sometimes it's quotes from this reporter's theoretical book about his like history of book eaters. And I love those. Those are super cool.
0: And it was so... It was, that was honestly kind of where you got the most information from about the species of book eaters as a whole, because I feel like the whole book eater, mind eater world and dynamics and stuff, it was interesting, but I didn't think it was very well fleshed out. And I think we were talking about this, but it's like, I would have read this in a two book series. I would, uh, duology, that's a word. Um, I would have read all the flashbacks. With all the context,
1: maybe a little bit more information about
0: the collector and who the hell is this guy and what. Um, I totally would have read that because I feel like the world building just kind of lacked and that kind of made it hard for me to really understand and get into it. Yeah. I think it would have been
1: a really excellent duology where like you get her whole childhood and all this tension and drama and sadness. Yeah. And then maybe the cliffhanger is, like, when she runs away from the families. And then you pick up with her trying to find the drug for Kai. And then really have it in detail. Because the present-day portion of this book takes course over, like, two
0: days. So it's just – it's just a lot. Yeah. It feels like nothing really happened in the present time. And it was kind of all dependent on the past. past. And – yeah. It was almost like I was reading a sequel. Yeah.
1: Because at this time, whenever they meet Kalak, you start having flashbacks that are more honest and more fleshed out. And so that's where we see, like, what the hell Ramsey, the brother, is talking about. And he's like, I can kill your kid and check in with me. Because apparently whenever um, Kai, like, ate his dad and all that happened – Ramsey and the Knights, like, took them and was like, we'll help you out. And she's like, oh, thank God. But instead, they implant a bomb in Kai's stomach and train them to be secret operatives. And, like, y'all are going to go find the Raven scars because we need the redemption drug just like you need it. And if you don't do it, then I will simply blow up your son. And she's like, what the fuck? So this whole thing has been, like, a low-key – like, she wants the drug for her son for real – but it's also like a spy mission. So whenever she finally gets to the Raven guard, Raven's scars, her brother's like, okay, I'm going to come fuck shit up at 11 PM on whatever day. And she's like, Oh, so soon he's like, yeah, this isn't your fucking vacation. I mean, business, we're going to kill everything and everybody. And it's going to be great. We're going to take all the drugs. And she's like, I don't know how to get the drugs and escape and my son stay alive. She's like dealing with all these things. And that's where Jero pops in a blast from the past. And him and his sister have created this device to like block the signal to the bomb detonator, which is super great. So it seems like a really easy escape. But then it's not. Because when is it it ever? Right, right. Why would it be easy? Yeah, of course. So the nights come early and Kellogg's the whole thing. And Hester and Devon are apparently, like, actually in love. They actually think each other are great. And Hester's like, I'm going to leave these shenanigans and come with y'all guys.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: is the reporter. Like, everyone's piling into this car. And also, none of that's communicated to Jero. So if I were Jero and I saw a bunch of people running up to my car, I'd be like, you're a human. You're a Ravenscar. You are not my friend. You are not her son. Get the hell out of here. But yep. basically... You have this big throwdown between the knights and the Raven's scars, but also Devin and everybody they're just trying to escape and do their thing. And I mean, it all works out as it does. It's a book. Let's be real. It all works out. Um, I would say the action scene was my favorite scene. It was riveting. Oh, really? Yeah. I like a good. I like a decent action scene and like it's tense because Hester gets hit and you're like, Oh, what happened? But everything's fine, and I like it when everything's fine. But it was just kind of meh. It was it was anticlimactic in a climactic way. Like we had this big fight, but it wasn't that long. It was it was written well, but then everything was just like, okay, now we're gonna go to Ireland
0: and live our best lives. And the end. Yeah, yeah. Okay, when you were talking about that fight scene, it made me think of. I'm gonna go back because I have to say this. I should have said it earlier, and All I right. didn't. Okay angels and demons there's one part where i literally i okay and I'm, I'm saying this because it's like i felt this way in this book and then in the book eaters i didn't feel the same way i was like i don't care how this ends up honestly i don't care mm-hmm. who dies um but in angels and demons there's this one part where robert is trapped somewhere and he has to get out of it or he's gonna lose oxygen and i could not read it it was like three four pages maybe i Your couldn't read like- it <clears throat> I literally, I'm like, my heart's pounding. I'm sitting up and I'm like, no, what, what? No, 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 no. And I had to skip to make sure he was okay. Mm -hmm. And then I went back and read it for real. Well,
1: there's five more books in the series. Of course he's okay. Well, exactly. But
0: I was so scared. Oh, my God. (laughs) My heart was pounding. Yeah, but you
1: did not get this here. You're like, "Eh, no. if Hester dies, she dies. There was some nice tension of, like, the concern. But, like, it wasn't that big of a deal.
0: Meh. Um, I, I
1: Yeah. The characters weren't lovable. I respected Mm-mm. Devin. I did not like her. I did well. I didn't. I was not invested in her. I, I agree. could have been
0: cool, but
1: she wasn't flushed yeah. out.
0: I feel like the also their dialogue was just so stale. Yeah, I feel like it was hard for me to understand that like they actually were forming attraction to each other because I yeah. just like I didn't care. I felt. I don't know what it is that an author does that makes you care about a character. Like, I cannot – I don't know what it is. But it's like I didn't get that here. I didn't feel any kind of connection or anything with Devin. I respected her for sure because I was invested in Kai and the fact that it's like you are are his mother. You are the only thing that's going to help him survive if you're going to get this drug. I do care about that. But – like that's it but she also thinks that kai's kind of a monster
1: too like she's low-key disgusted by him
0: (laughs) and that was the crazy part it's like i kind of liked the representation of i liked it and and i did rainbows yes yes because it's like she's going to do anything to protect her son because he's a monster or if he's a monster but then you think about it in the real world and it's like if your son did something horrible like that to someone like what would you do yeah, I think my worst nightmare is being a boy mom. Oh, God, actually. Well, it's a either. I'm scared. One in two chance. <laughs> I know. And I don't want a girl either. So, <laughs> Oh well, that's a two in two chance. It'll <laughs> uh, be fine. 100% chance anyway. that you get one or the other.
1: Um, my <laughs> semi thoughtful insight on this that is kind of good might be me over reading into it. And it might be bad. I don't know. So, like you said, the characters are just a little bit stale. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) the idea of the book eaters and the mind eaters and their lack of creativity, which might have contributed to them being kind of stale because that's how they get all of their, like, social learning and things. Yeah. I spent a lot of time with autistic children, and the writer's autistic. And I was explaining to my husband, I was like, to me, it kind of sounds like when kids learn about social interactions, like autistic kids learn about social interactions from like social stories and from reading books and from watching TV, like they learn those scripts and those like socially appropriate or not appropriate things. And these characters didn't have that depth, just like some autistic kids don't, because Hmm. it's like based off of the media that you're consuming And I don't know if this was supposed to be a representation of that because the author did say that she was autistic. Like if she was trying to make that in a fantasy realm and had a hard time like connecting it. Because whenever she says like, oh, we're not creative, like we can't make things, but we can consume information. Like that's very autistic coded. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if that was purposeful or if that was a product of, like, the author's background subconsciously. Yeah. I don't know if that's why
0: the character seemed flat. That is so interesting. You know what I mean? Yes. That is so interesting. I forgot that the author said that she was autistic. And that totally makes sense because that could totally be an unintentional thing, but it's beautiful yeah. whether or not it's unintentional or intentional.
1: If it's that intentional kind of, that's yeah. really like extraordinarily genius. That's and if it's so not intentional, then it's cool as a reflection and maybe I'm overreading into it.
0: But well, that also was just the
1: like the vibe it, that I got.
0: It's almost a different perspective. It's not, yeah. you know. Wow.
1: Interesting. Which made me appreciate it in a slightly different way. Yeah. But it still wasn't enjoyable right
0: it's, yeah yeah I wow, can appreciate that's it without crazy. saying it was great you know yeah what I mean? and you have that like background and knowledge because you you do work with autistic kids like I mean more than I do I don't right really. but if I if I do it's like an extremely high-functioning kid right um, trippy yep. yeah
1: I thought that part was interesting it could just be me reading into it I don't know but that was like the closest reasoning that I could get for like why these characters were the way that they were. I don't know
0: yeah. And that I that's still
1: cool. only only gave it a 2.5 though.
0: Yeah, I did give it a 2.75. Um, the beginning really hooked me and I'm expecting you know more context into their world and more background and more world building and I got nothing. So I was kind of oh. disappointed about that but yeah yeah but it was I'm glad I read it and I feel like I I know the kind of person I would recommend this book to but it's not everybody
1: yeah and I mean to be fair when we looked up this author like she'd obviously written a lot of books prior to getting her publisher and she published like three or four books within like a year or two so maybe it didn't get all the love and the flushing out that it would have if she had already like had a publisher and maybe this wasn't her debut novel. There might have been more like read-throughs and things. Yeah. All of her other books do sound very different though. So that's kind of intriguing. Maybe she does yes. a different genre differently. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's why I liked reading this because it is different and it's just mm-hmm. Different than what like, I usually read, but yeah.
1: It's modern day, not high fantasy, not quiet paranormal. It's
0: interesting. Yeah. What about your favorite character? Do you even have one? I like the reporter. Yeah. I think he deserved more. Yeah. I like Jero. Well, to an extent. Oh,
1: Jero. Yeah. But, he's a
0: boy, but like he's... It, right. Yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah, a man. Least favorite though. That's hard. There's so many shitty ones. Probably think, her like,
1: husband's. The second husband is probably the worsty worst. I
0: honestly, think so too. Uncle
1: Ike can get hit by a car,
0: dude. Oh my and god! And Ramsey, I know. Ick. And I, I honestly was leaning towards Ramsey because I thought it's like he was gonna come back and be good. Yes. He didn't. Like that's your sister, bro. I hope, I hope so. That would have
1: been a great story arc if he had – because I thought he was going to come out and be the savior, and I can see how she made
0: him the bad guy, and that was like a twist. But I was hoping he'd come around, and he did not come around. I, I was he thinking the said. same thing. I'm like, maybe he's working with Devin because he, he kind of cares about her, and it's like, no, if he's willing yeah. to blow up her son. <laughs> probably not. Like, probably not.
1: <laughs> probably not. <laughs> he's got mommy but, issues.
0: Uh, don't they all? <laughs> <laughs> literally don't they all <laughs> no, oh, moms. that makes me think of that quote where it's like you can't miss what you never had yeah you that's know? true and when no so one else it, around
1: you has one then like
0: you have there's no, nothing to
1: compare to right
0: you have no maternal instinct you have no maternal experience whatsoever yeah so like of course the men don't understand why devin and Victoria would quote unquote throw a fit like they said about losing their child it's like you would, what you would never understand you it's go crazy yeah men the ick uh, oh jeez,
1: that's kind of the that that was that it, yeah
0: if you yeah. don't care about world building but the concept sounds interesting well we just spoiled the whole thing so i'm not going to recommend you read it but go read I don't it.
1: I know. I sometimes read books that, like, I've already had, like, I've already listened to podcasts too. on. Like, I listen yeah. to a podcast on Fourth Wing and because, like, I listen to it while I'm driving. And I've also and maybe a little bit attention-deficited and have other things going on in my brain while I'm driving, while I'm listening. I got enough of the vibes without, like, ruining the
0: vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. So, I mean, that was it. There you go. Yeah. The book readers Eat it up.
1: All right. Last but not least, we're going to introduce our new buddy read. This one was a Peyton pick. And the cover looks like perfectly 80s cringy. So cool, right? It is like VHS tape. Like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets It meets uh, The Lost Boys cover. And the book is My Best Friend's Exorcism. Yeah. It is by the same author who wrote the Southern Book's Guide to Slaying Vampires. So, he's got a vibe. It's thriller, paranormal-ish. And here is his description. He says, the year is 1988. High school sophomores Abby and Gretchen have been best friends since the fourth grade. But after an evening of skinny dipping goes disastrously wrong, Gretchen begins to act dot 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 different. (laughs) She's moody, she's irritable, and bizarre incidents keep happening whenever she's nearby. Abby's investigation leads her to some startling discoveries, and by the time their story reaches its terrifying conclusion, the fate of Abby and Gretchen will be determined by a single question. Is their friendship powerful enough to beat the devil? Dun, 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 dun. Dun. <laughs> Do you think our friendship is powerful enough to beat the devil? If there is not a seance in this book, I'm gonna have to throw hands. Bring him on. The devil, cha-cha-cha. Bring him on. What's that song? Put me in, coach. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. That's not a song. Um, you are missing me and Peyton throwing pretend punches.
0: That is, a, you know, put me in, Coach. I'm ready to play. That song. Da-da. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's a song. <laughs> so.
1: If so.
0: But yeah, no, we were throwing imaginary punches to the devil. Um, I'm gonna send you that song. I cannot believe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Please do. Attach Again. it to this post. I will okay and, right. um i'm super excited about this i've never even heard of greedy hendrix until a few youtubers and tiktokers i follow were hyping this book up oh let's see what its average review is 3.9 okay pretty okay. solid pretty and it's solid
1: 300 something page book 336 pages so i'm excited to be able to read it and then watch the movie I know. I wonder how, I didn't wonder realize how bad the movie, movie is. is. I didn't either. When did that even it's come out? It's rated R. It came mm. out in 2022. And if we hadn't heard about it, then, like, you know it's got to be shitty.
0: I'm going to look it up. My best friend's exorcism. I mean, the book, pretty good. The movie. Well, I mean, it's got to be, like, probably 5.3 out of 10. <gasps> oh. This is giving Velociraptor what about, energy. What about Rotten Tomatoes? Velocipaster. Oh my god. Have you god. seen Velocipaster? Do you not You told me about it. I you forgot about it. Holy crap. Okay, what does Rotten Tomatoes say? Um. Uh, oh, it's only got 48 reviews. <laughs> <laughs> this will be
1: Velocipastor, but in a good way.
0: Wow. Okay. So we will see. But that's see. what we will be reading next is My Best Friend's Exorcism by Grady Hendrix. Kind of staying in, like, the dark, moody, yeah, kind of, like, creepy almost vibe For sure. Right. Be, be square and read it with us or don't. Yeah. Join our buddy read on the story graph.
1: Help us get those Rotten Tomatoes reviews up for the movie, yeah. too.
0: Yeah. Come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> they deserve better than this. Probably not. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we'll We'll find out. We'll find out. So there it is. All right. So if you want to read this next buddy read with us, follow us on the story graph and we will add you to our buddy read. You can follow us at P431 and Sydney,
1: S-I-D-N-E-Y underscore W33.
0: And you can also follow our Instagram and our TikTok at Let's Get Booked Up Pod. Follow along with all of the things that we're reading, rating, reviewing, talking about.
1: All bookish things.
0: All the bookish things. So we will see you guys next time as we talk about our next buddy read and all of our currently reads and maybe even some things that we've been reading. So stay tuned and we'll see you next time. I'm Peyton. And I'm Sydney.